Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dice Camera Action, a D&D show, super spectacular, happy fun 90-minute hour. (laughs) (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt. So, uh, previously in Dice Camera Action, the heroes arrived in Waterdeep and over the course of a day or two crossed paths with a number of representatives of the Xanathar Guild and discovered that some of them had intellect devourers, brain-like creatures with legs, hiding out in their skulls, basically using them as meat puppets. Um, Evelyn, at Chercon, Evelyn won over a dwarf with a crossbow mounted to his arm who was actually an enforcer in the Xanathar Guild and brought him over to the side of the light and uh, caused him to forsake his previous allegiance. And Noska Urgre, the dwarf, revealed that these intellect devourers were basically being put into the heads of people by a mind flayer in league with the Xanathar. Meanwhile, Father Sunbright of the Spires of the Morning, the Temple of Lathander in Waterdeep, had an encounter with Magnus Burnsides, at the end of which uh, there was some exchange of currency. Uh, Magnus stole a holy symbol from the good father. (laughs) What are you going to do? Yep. Uh, and also, and also name dropped Evelyn, which a- prompted Father Sunbright to ask Magnus if he would be so kind as to let Evelyn know that it's it's time for her to come home. Uh, he wants he wants to find out what she's been up to and what she might have had to do with the end of the death curse. When Magnus rejoined the Waffle Crew at the Yawning Portal Tavern. Um, Diath was just coming off of a brutal encounter with seven representatives of seven dwarven clans of the north who accused Diath of basically genocide, um, of, of murdering a bunch of innocent dwarves and then uh, abandoning them to their fate. And the dwarves demanded recompense in the form of gold, dwarven, gold that had been taken from dwarven mines and minted into Waterdavian coins. Dianth was pretty distraught, but Magnus was able to provide some much-needed comfort, whereupon Dianth broke down before he was engulfed in a swarm of rats. But, like, in a good way. Exactly. In a swarm of hugging rats. They're a, a comforting swarm of rats. A.K.A. A, Strix. A warm swarm. Yes. <laughs> Strix, Strix, Strix in her rat swarm form. All right. Warm, swarm, form. Swarm, form, form. Hashtag warm, swarm. <laughs> swarm, form, form. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what? Come on. Wait, I, I missed something. Is it, are you kidding? No. Roll initiative. Roll initiative. Oh, 
<laughs> just yelling things. <laughs> oh, what's up, Travis? I too got nat 20. Oh, oh shit. Wow. So what does that mean total? 15. Uh, 25. Okay, so 15 oh, for Evelyn. Oh, better than me. Mine's 22. 25 for DF. 22 for Magnus. Paulton? 15 for Evelyn. 15 for Evelyn. Dirty six. I'm sorry, what? Dirty <laughs> six. <laughs> I thought you said 36. No, dirty six. 36. <laughs> hey, man, you earned that six. Yeah. Hell yeah. Strix? Uh, five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are all inside a vaulted sewer chamber. 20 feet high, about 40 feet across with three different tunnels leading into it, and also water and filth kind of dribbling down the walls through pipes in the ceiling. It stinks down here. It smells like troglodyte poo. And uh, there is some light bleeding through what appears to be a grate high above in the middle of the ceiling. And uh, it looks like the light of day coming pouring down into the sewers. You have been led here by Noska Urgray, who knows the path to where the Mind Flayer has been hiding out and abducting people. You are presently engaged in battle with said Mind Flayer, who stands in the middle of the room in sludge, wearing a leather gas mask over its face that has its tentacles coming out through it and goggles over its opalescent eyes. And behind, or next to it, you can see two trolls wearing balls and chains, their feet shackled together by short lengths of chain so they can't really run too fast, though they can still move around. And floating all around you are spores. Not to mention what appeared to be, or what appeared to be, three beholders. However, they are all sort of rotted and decayed, some of their eye stalks have fallen away and their central eyes are either just blind or gaping holes where the, eyes, where the orbits used to be. Drool just sort of pouring out through their undead mouths. Uh, they are surrounded by what appear to be beholder-like balloons, smaller than the beholders, maybe about three feet across. Um, but they kind of look like weird spherical orbs with false eyes and little stubby eye stalks coming off of them. One of them has already exploded in the room, filling it with spores. And I would like to know what Diaf does next. First thing that happens is um, throughout the entire chamber, you hear a record scratch, and then Diaf turns to the camera and says, Yep, that's me. <laughs> Probably wondering how I ended up in this mess. As like as the scene's frozen and you hear Diet's voiceover, you hear Paulton be like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing? I can't take so much shtick like that." Like, Come on. All right. Uh, what what do I what do I what do I what what? So the first thing you guys uh, need to know is that uh, there are some corpses lying on the floor around you, what appear to be dead dung sweepers. Uh, you can see a dead undead beholder. Uh, and uh, other just sort of globs of rotting flesh 
um, all about the room. You can also see what appear to be a couple dead intellect devourers, their little tiny clawed legs sticking up in the air. I would like you all to decide, before you act, Dieth, um, you have lost a total of 100 hit points. What? Divide those up any way you want between you. I want to go home! <laughs> Wait, just to clarify, we've had a rest since the day before, right? That's this correct. Like, yeah, so you're, yeah. you're fresh minus 100 hit points. Which you, which you have lost, which you have lost over the course of making it here, basically. What? I'm, ha- I'm happy to take wow. thirty of them. Okay. I, I'll take thirty as well by uncanny dodge it down to fifteen. No. Nasco, <laughs> 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 Nasco uh, will take ten. So that's forty okay. and thirty is. Oh, sorry. I can take ten as well. Okay, so that's, with Travis, Strix, and Nasca, that's 50. There's 50 more. Do I you can th- just take 50. No, I'll, I'll take I 15. Take like, okay. I can take like 20. Okay, so that leaves you with 15, Anna. If, I mean, are you guys sure? Yeah, it might be better if you have a lot right now. Yeah, you yeah. need to have mm-hmm. a lot. You let me take more. I have, I have a bunch of hit points. Let me take like 20. Yeah, also, Magnus can't heal. Magnus can only do like one thing. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, 15 away from my total is, like, nothing. Right. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying you might want to give me some more. Well, you've got two fresh trolls, three undead beholders, a bunch of gas spores, and a mind flare. I have even fought one beholder. This is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just, I'll take 20. I'll take 20. I'm taking okay. 20. Done. So 20 off of Paulton, 20 off of Strix, 15 off of Diath, 15 off of Evelyn... Ten off of Nasca and a shit ton off of Magnus. DF. Pray. All right. So, where was the mind flare placed in the room? Sort of in the, the sort of in the center with you guys um, and the two trolls. The beholders are kind of floating around the edges of the rooms along with their gas spores. Okay, and you also had mentioned the um, like the sewer pipes pouring water into the room. Yeah, there's sludge kind of. There are high sewer pipes. Um, covered with sort of moss and mildew, and they're just sort of seeping out water down the walls into basically troughs on the floor. Okay, that's not like a threat of flooding or anything like that? No, it's just sort of a continuous filtered stream. Okay, cool. (gasps) Well, this will be fun. This is sort of a junction chamber. Um, It used to be sort of cordoned off with iron grates and things, but those grates were torn off their hinges or removed long ago. All right, so that mind flyer's gonna die. So, all right, so Deeth, uh already having out gutter, obviously, into this fight uh, mm-hmm. with his offhand, he actually unsheathes the the dagger from the front of his belt, okay. and then makes a motion to throw the dagger at the uh, mind flare. But rather than actually throwing it, it's just misdirection because as soon as that hand comes down, he misty steps behind it. And then tries to backstab it with gutter. Okay. Ooh. So. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, you take the mind flare by surprise as you appear behind it with your dagger in hand. Yay. And, and gutter drawn as well. Uh, 25? That Hit. hits. Good. You pierce through its leather armor. Good. Gross. I'm getting this started off right then. And that's with several d6s. Oh. 
All the numbers. Two? Are uh, there's a lot of those. Uh, six, 11, 15, 21, 36 total points of damage. Okay. It does not like that. <laughs> I don't like that it had time to think did, if it didn't like it or not. All right. Uh, did we get the potion Strix me- mentioned earlier? <laughs> <laughs> the what? The brain stuff. The, the, uh. <laughs> Magnus, what do you do? Um, with Diaz behind you, I have advantage. Uh, so you do have advantage on the Mind Flayer. You also see the two trolls that are kind of guarding the Mind Flayer are turning their hungry eyes upon DF. Um, oh, yeah, trolls. So I would have to probably get past the trolls to get to the Mind Flayer? Um, no, you could, you could storm right up to the Mind Flayer. No problem there. I would like to do that. Okay. Uh, and then I... Yeah. You know, go ahead. I was going to say that will provoke opportunity attacks from the trolls because they have reach. Okay, well then instead of that, you said there's a grade up above. I'm going to use the grappling hook to jump over okay. the trolls. Okay. Just make an uh, athletics strength che- a strength athletics check. Not a uh, 16. That succeeds. Okay, and then I'm going to attack the Mind Flayer six times with the Flaming Raging Poison Exhort of Doom. Excellent. That's a 22. <laughs> That's a hit. Okay. Now, lots of math. Okay. It's a hit. That's 28. Okay. Points of damage. And then 17. That is a miss. That seems to bounce off of what is like sort of like a then psionic shield. I'm going to use my superiority dice for... Uh, what is it? Uh, to use it on precision attack mm-hmm. to roll an extra dice. Okay. That's a 10. Um, so actually 25. You pierce its psychic shield. Um, so that's 25 points of damage. Oof. Okay. And then mm, 13, that's not going to do it, but I'm going to do precision attack again. Okay. Uh, and so that would be 18. That is a hit. Uh, that does 27 points of damage. Okay. And then 26. Oh, yes. And then that's 30 points of damage. Okay. And then 17, which I know is a miss. So Correct. So another precision attack. Three of four that I can do. Um, and that's a 20. Okay, that's a hit. Evelyn has a similar moment to Paulton earlier where, like, you just, you can't just take so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's 27 okay. points of damage. <laughs> Very good. And is, then 19. Yep. <laughs> and then, oh, that's only 25 points of damage. Oh, my. Oh, no. Okay. And then an uh, 18. That's a hit. And... That's 32 points of damage. Okay, so... Oh, thank God. So he... I helped. Yeah. <laughs> so you hop you up. You did help. You're kind of, I guess, hanging from the rope. Is that right? As you're making... Well, I, I imagine kind of a zip down, Okay, okay. You know, so when you kind of land next to him, you just go full Cuisinart. And uh, this whirling blade just sort of slices and dices this mind flare until it's into tiny little pieces. And its head just sort of floats in the air for a second... 
staring off into oblivion and then falls upon the pile of severed flesh. Is that why we're fighting all this shit? Because he's here and like... Yeah, it's not us. It's not us. (laughs) All right. Um, The Mind Flayer would normally go, but it is now kaput. Uh, The trolls, its thralls, will turn to Magnus and angrily try to tear him to pieces. Fair. That is fair, yeah. I was kind of hoping like it would give her the mind control or something. Uh, this, this is fine. What is the um, AC of one Magnus Burnside's? Uh, with the shield out, 20. Okay. Uh, so one of the trolls rakes you with its claws and also hits you with its bite. And it does... Wait, D6s. My D6s, there we go. It does a total of 18 points of damage to you, Magnus. Okay. And then the second one uh, is only going to hit you with one claw, and it does 11 points. So a total of 29 points of damage from the trolls. Okay. Uh, And they just are screaming insanities at you, and it is Evelyn's turn. Evelyn's, like, looking at her own flaming sword, kind of having one of those moments of, like, the Charlie Brown, like, do-do-do-do. <laughs> but, but she jumps in and tries to help with the trolls. That seems to be what's threatening Magnus the most right now, right? Yes. So, yeah, she'll jump in with uh, the Heart of Spinelli. Okay. And rolls a 19. That is a hit. So she does... Eighteen okay. damage. All right. And then she's going to take one more swing. Same dude. Okay. And that's going to be a fifteen. And your sword is on fire right now, right? Mm-hmm. The fifteen hits. Yeah. Part of that is fire damage. I don't know. Yeah. What that means. No, that's great. Um, when you hit it with fire, you can see that the wounds that you leave in its flesh. Uh, You've known trolls to regenerate before. This one cannot regenerate the fiery damage. Burn with the fiery power of the morning lord. All right. And did you roll your second damage? Is it it undead? The troll is alive. Oh. It takes 20 more. Okay. Um, The troll is sliced by the fire. You see fear reflected in its black eyes as the flames dig deep into its warty flesh. Evelyn does one attack and then two, and then she like looks like she wishes she could do another one, and she's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Look at> Magnus. <laughs> I think you did a great job. Thank you. Thanks. All right, Paulton. Thanks, battle buddy. You see, you see Magnus, Evelyn engaged in combat, and, and Diaz engaged in combat with the two ball and chained trolls, and then you see these three undead beholders floating about twenty feet above, watching all of this unfold. And these beholders are, you said they're 20 feet up? Yep. And each of them is surrounded by three uh, floaty, balloon-like gas spores. Is there, uh, is there anything that's maybe roughly, I don't know, five feet tall that I could get on top of? <laughs> <laughs> There's a particular range I would like to meet. 
Uh, yeah, so you can essentially uh, climb up onto Waffles, your friendly neighborhood owlbear. Would that count as my action? That's, that's part of your movement, so you still have an action. Okay, cool. I'm going to just like walk up to Waffles and be like, sorry, excuse me. I like give waffles like a little pet when I like get mm-hmm. on top. Like, yep. Okay. Good. Very good. And then from up there, I want to thunder wave those beholders. Okay. At uh, fifth level, if I may. Ooh. All right. Uh, you could get um, since they're all sort of spread out in different parts of the room. You could get one beholder and its three gas spore buddies. I'll take it, All since right. I'm up here. Groovy. And they have to make a saving throw. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, uh, the, I'm not going to roll for the gas spores, um, but the Beholder zombie failed. Cool. So that's two, three, four, five, six, eight. Two things that should never be together, Beholder <laughs> and zombie. <laughs> so we got... I love that there's still people in the chat talking about how much damage I did. I am also sorry. (laughs) I know. Uh, That is 23. All right. So a ripple of thunderous energy washes over the beholder. It blows up all three of the gas spores around it, and their spores just begin to sort of settle and pervade around the room. The, the zombie is still alive, but sort of blasted backwards. It kind of bounces off the back wall with a squishing noise and, and leaves bits of itself kind of stuck on the jagged walls. It's actually sort of impaled on a sticking-out pipe for a second. It has to kind of peel itself off, and you just hear this sort of sucking sound as it comes off. Ooh, tasty. And then it sort of rolls back... Um, around to face you, Paulton, and just sort of glares at you with its four remaining eye stalks. It looks at me, I'm just like, behold these nuts, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Strix. I'm sorry, I'm snorting. Oh my, how can I follow that? (laughs) Good question. There's some new flair for the subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, I would. I guess I will. The mind flare is dead, and the trolls are. Yes. I guess I could burn the trolls, but mm-hmm. by doing a fireball, I can pretty much encompass everyone in this room. Yeah. So um, let's burn the crap out of everyone. So fireball goes ground zero. And I would like to do uh, fifth level, so All right. I'd like to make it. And how large. many how many creatures can you sculpt it around? I'm gonna uh, exclude the party and Magnus, obviously, and Waffles. Okay, you can get everybody. I yeah, I think that should be everyone. Oh, and uh, our who's with us? What's the Nasca. Nasca. Nasca and Nasca. Okay. And I don't think Simon is there, right? Uh, Simon is. That's a good question. Um, I'll leave that up to Paulton to decide whether he left Simon back at the inn or brought him here. 
Waffles is here, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but Waffles so. is a killing machine. I right. guess Simon is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Simon is literally a killing machine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say if we if we brought Waffles, I would have brought okay, Simon. Okay, great. Okay, then he is also... Things. Yeah, he is also excluded yeah. then. He's just sort of riding on Waffles' neck. Okay. Good boy. Uh, all right. So flames fill the room. People in the city above are aghast as some flames shoot up through the grate into the street above. Neat. That's uh, only 35 damage. By only eight. 35 damage, you say? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, what's, was. what's the DC? Uh, 16. Okay. So, uh, first, behold, er, first troll failed. Well. Second troll failed. Uh, first beholder zombie failed. Second beholder zombie succeeded, so takes half. Also, and I'm really happy to be casting this because I can't do it out in the streets, and so yep. I'm just like, wee! <laughs> <laughs> and the third one succeeded, takes half. All of the gas spores are blown to bits, and your flame also incinerates a lot of their spores that are kind oh, of settling excellent. over you. Well, I'm real happy about being useful. It also kind of burns it also kind of burns away some of the stench that pervades the room. Um, I probably don't notice that. Probably not. <laughs> Um, and so when the fire subsides, the trolls and the beholder zombies are the only creatures left in the room. Noska will fire off his crossbow at one of the trolls, and he will hit it. I really love the image of, like, us all doing these multiple attacks and thunder Oof. wave and fireball, then Noska's just like, bang! <laughs> yeah. He's doing his yeah. Uh, his shot goes clean through the ears of one of the trolls, and it falls back dead on the ground. Well, is that the is one I was in more? melee with? Uh, it is the one that you were in melee with. Yes. I turn to Nasca and I give him a little nod, like. Hmm. And then uh, he just sort of ge- gestures for you to look back at the troll. And when you do, you see one of those intellect devourers phase out of its head onto the ground. And uh, it just starts scuttling around. Was it like attached to its head? Or just it, was in, it was where its brain used to be, so it was in its cranium. And now has phased out Good. in search of a new host. Uh, let's see. So we're down to one troll, and the beholder zombies go. All right, uh, one of the Beholder zombies, the one that Paulton attacked, will target it with an eye ray. Paulton, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. How close are you to Evelyn? Ooh, question of the day. How close am I? Uh, probably not within 10 feet at this point. Damn. Oh, Sorry. Well, that's cool. All right, big Told money, big stay money, big money. Uh, okay, so, ow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Paulton is hit. Unless, you know, a four okay. hits it. A, uh, a green ray uh, launches from one of the eye stalks of this undead beholder, strikes Paulton in the chest, and Paulton takes 45 force damage. <gasps> That's not nothing. Wait, 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 no, 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 wait, back up. Okay. <laughs> How much? 45. Okay. Just like... All right, guys, gonna take a little snoozy. No, oh, no. wait, are, what, do you have any hit points left? Huh? Do you have any I hit points left? I am unconscious. So you're you only ex- have 45, like, 
So you're at zero? Well, I had a... Because they took that 20 before we got in here. I told you not to take that. How close is Paulton to me? Well, hang on. So, Paulton, are you at zero currently? Yeah. Okay. If the damage reduces the creature to zero hit points, it is reduced to a pile of fine gray dust. How close close is Paulton to me? (laughs) (laughs) He's about 20 feet away. Mmm. Okay. No. Wait, that's, is it a disintegration ray? It's a disintegration ray. <laughs> no! <laughs> that's fine. We have a scroll resurrection. It's fine. Okay. Uh, so, Paulton is struck by this ray, and then you just see this explosion of dust. And he he's, screams. he's gone. Blood-curdling scream. Okay. A couple, a couple kids up in the streets above hear a scream emanate from the grate that this flame just shot out of and begin to sort of peer down into the darkness. Uh, all right. Um, uh, Paulton's, Paulton's gear, by the way, is not disintegrated, so it just sort of all, like War of the World style, kind of falls and cascades around him. Mr. Perkins, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The second <laughs> beholder... Fucking... <laughs> 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 oh, actually, Holly, you know what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the second... So you say dust. 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 You are turned to dust. For Paul. It's a disintegration <sighs> spell, unfortunately. Yeah. Fucking... Just... It makes your portrait go gray the out of Baldur's Gate. <laughs> wow, just... <laughs> yep. If, if only you were closer to me. All right, the second beholder will fire a black crackling ray at Evelyn, who has to make a constitution saving throw. Come at me, bro. Um, 22. Okay, you succeed and take half damage from the beam and take 18 necrotic damage. Barely a scratch. And then Strix, the third one, third beholder is going to fire a beam at you. You see a pink ray launch itself at you, and you have to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, okay, that's a 16. You are successful and <sighs> suffer no ill effect. Oh, okay. okay. It wasn't going to dominate me, was it? Hmm, you're not sure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I hate this. The beholders are all done at this point, which brings us to... Oh, are they? Waffles. Waffles sees this sort of shower of fine dust all around it and then goes barreling at, with Simon riding on her back at the sole remaining troll. Um, And just sort of rears up and launches herself at it, tearing into it with her bite and missing with her claws. Uh, But the bite does a fair amount of damage. The troll is still alive after getting chewed out by the owlbear. And it is Diath's turn. Um, okay, so one troll remains and three beholders? That's correct. And the brain with legs. And the brain with legs that just came out of the dead or troll. Or the legs with brain, however you want to look at it. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the DS will just... Uh, Swiftly step towards that intellect devourer and try to quick finish it before it does any other 
awful shit. That's probably wise. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, go ahead. Pre appreciate the reassurance right now. Yeah. Uh, that is 25. You hit it. Good. Uh, no sneak attack or anything. So uh, a, you, you have um, advantage because Evelyn is close to it. Oh, sick. Well, then just to make sure. Okay. All right. Why the ones? Why so many ones? Hmm. Because, Jared, this is dice camera action. It's me. Were you mistaken for having fun? Just kidding. <laughs> uh, 23, motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, you kill it. Good. All right. It's, it's 21 hit points. Can't hold up against your wrathful strike. Yay. I would like to use my cunning action to dash to Evelyn. Okay. I'm just going to stay right near that aura. Okay. I think I'm by it too, right? Uh, yes. Yes, okay, you are. Good. Yeah, the only one who sort of uh, ran off was Paulton because he ran up to um, Waffles and got on board. Uh, yeah, Magnus. Really, 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 really quick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> between, just like before next turn, just another record scratch, <laughs> another freeze frame. Freeze frame. Imagine, if you will, Paulton walking out. He's clearly not there, just like in front of the screen. Yeah. And he just turns straight forward and goes, what the fuck, Perkins? Come on! <laughs> hey, uh. Carry on. Walks off screen. Yeah. <laughs> like that, like the Emperor's New Groove scene. Yeah. It's like, hi, hey, yeah, it's me. Okay, yeah. so left are the three beholders. Three beholders and the one troll. Okay, I am going to first scooch closer to everybody else mm -hmm. so we're all back together. Yeah. And then I'm going to switch to the chance lance and throw that at one of the beholders. Okay, there's one but beholder that's... The one that he hit with the thunder wave. Okay, that one's the worst off. Yeah. Uh, 23? That is it. And then the chance lance. Uh, nine points of damage. Not that much. Okay. It sort and of then, impales in its soft flesh. And I call it back and throw it again. <clears throat> um, well, that is a one, but luckily I have um, gambler's luck on my tooth necklace that lets me re-roll ones on attack. Very good. Yay. Okay. That's a one again. <laughs> okay. 27. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the second roll? 27. Uh, okay, that's a hit. Um, and then that's nine points of damage again. Yes. All right. Uh, boom, 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 math hard. There we go. Okay, that beholder is still alive. Albeit very bad. One more hurt. time. I mean, okay. It's my third attack. Yep. 23. Hit. Uh, man, six points of damage. Okay, it yet lives. Little floating sacks of hit points. That's what I got. Okay, great. Uh, so that is Magnus, and it is the troll's turn. No, yes, the troll's turn. Uh, it is pretty single-mindedly going to... Oh, it's got so many choices. It's, what's it going to go after? It's going to go after Evelyn. Um, however, it didn't roll higher than a 6 on its d20 roll, so Evelyn, you are able to easily deflect this troll's raking claws and its biting teeth. I swat it. Like, yep. I, it's like a fly. Yep. And then we come to 
Your turn, Evelyn. Evelyn screams, runs over to the pile of dust. That will provoke from the troll, if you care. She takes it. Okay. Uh, It it rolled a four, so. Cool. Yep. She's trying to gather the dust into a pile. Okay. Fluttering. (laughs) Bringing drinks. I told him to stay close. I told him to stay close to me. I told him. And she just, that's all she does. Okay. Uh, yeah, he is, he's very, very fine powder. It's not even like ash, which is sort of flaky. It's just sort of like very granular. I imagine it's probably all over her, too. It's like yeah. orange. It even, oh, yeah, every, everyone's asking if he still has the snake person gift. Can he still, does that still count? The what? Oh, the snake Well, you can't person. die. Or is that still, is that not active anymore after? Chris, what, Chris he's, is... You, so, Evelyn, you, you, you notice that it, this dust even smells like Paulton still. Ew, no. <laughs> She's trying to put it back together. She's not okay. investing it. Didn't the, didn't this nursing gift only last like 30 minutes or something like that? Yeah, that's gone. Like the death ward? Yeah. I think it was 30 days, but yeah. Yeah, it's gone. Mm. No. We went on yeah, a boat for 30 it's, days. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been Don't a while. Don't mind me. Uh, <laughs> 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 Great vodka. Uh, okay, so that's Evelyn's turn, which will bring us to... Oh, Paulton. Um, and then Strix. <laughs> Your voice! Oh, darn. <laughs> hey, gosh. Guess we'll have to skip over him, Dusty McDustface. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I noticed that. Yeah, you see Evelyn take, weeping over. Take note. God, tired of that happening. <laughs> um, look over. I can't deal with that emotional trauma. Who is left for the beholders over there? Who is left for the beholders? Are there two beholders left? There are three beholders left. There are three beholders One of which left. is oh. quite badly hurt. Gosh, oh, oh dear. There's, <laughs> there's also a troll really, really close to you, fighting Waffles okay. and Evelyn. We're not Evelyn anymore. Um, okay. Are the beholders clustered together? No. Okay. I uh, can't do that. <sighs> okay. Well, then I am just going to try and twin spell polymorph two of the beholders. Okay. What are you trying to turn them into? Um, since Piles we're in a sewer, dust. I mean, since, <laughs> the, uh, since we're in a sewer, I'll try rats. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. The very, very wounded one turns into a rat. Oh, thank God. Then falls, takes damage, and turns back into a beholder. <laughs> But when it hits the ground and goes splat like a rat and turns back into a beholder, it's now kind of on the ground, lying on its side, rather confused. Kick it. The other one... uh, actually screams, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) The the other one resists the spell and is not polymorphed. Uh, Roll uh, roll damage uh, 2d6 for the falling damage. The rat... The rat will eight okay, points so of damage. It will take let's seven seven points of damage. Okay, so that beholder on the ground is still alive, albeit a little bit perplexed. I'm so upset. <laughs> can I? Uh, uh, I can do quicken spell to give myself a bonus action. You sure can. So, so I'm then going to use my sorcery points to quicken spell another fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, fuck! I'm just okay. like, More waves of fire <laughs> fill the room. The kids up top are sort of blown back as flames shoot up one. through the grate. 
I will make saving throws for the troll. Such bullshit. And the zombies. Okay. 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 Alright, well, second. Okay, that one was 32, even though it was a normal one. I rolled better. 32? Yeah. Uh, okay. The beholder on the ground is incinerated. You blow it to pieces as flames course through its body. Really nothing's left but ashes and bits of decayed burnt flesh. The two floating beholders are still alive. Uh, One of them took more damage than the other, basically caught the full brunt of the fireball. The other one only caught part of it. The troll took all of that damage and is incinerated as well, uh, collapsing into a pile, at which point the intellect devourer in its skull phases out untouched by the flames. So there, there are two beholders and an intellect devourer left, and it Starts is just like points at it like. <laughs> uh, it is Waffles' turn. Uh, Waffles can only see the intellect can only attack the intellect devourer, so he's it's she's going to go after that, and she just gobbles it up. Good, good. Just little legs sticking out from under her beak, and then they're gone. Mm, no more intellect devourers. There are two floaty beholders, both burned by, scorched by flames. Uh, you can see Waffles look confused because she doesn't know what else to attack at this point. I guess she's done. Simon will just hang out on Waffles' back, and Noska will attempt to shoot one of the beholder zombies, succeeding. And it takes 19 points of damage, and is still alive. The beholders go... Um, Evelyn is off with Paulton's remains. The rest of you are clustered around Magnus. Beholder number one is going to target Evelyn with a green disintegration ray. Evelyn, make a dexterity saving throw. Well, Thander, help us. (laughs) I was hoping we would just have a nice day. Oh, no. Oh, come on, Anna. (laughs) Come on. Six? Oh, no, no. All right, I'm going to roll the damage just to be... But a lot of hit points. Um, Magnus Magnus is now just like, don't do this to them. Evelyn's literally like back to the beholder like, I told him to stay. No, this can't. I can't. I told him to stay close. Uh, Evelyn, you take 44 points of damage. Okay. Do you have any hit points left? uh, Yeah, I still have 44, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still okay. Okay, good. She, like, that happens, and she just, like, her eyes blaze, and she kind of turns around, and she's like, ah! and she stands up with her flaming sword. Okay. Paulton's, Paulton's like, watching from a theater, just like, ooh, ooh, that's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Magnus, you are targeted by the second beholder. A pink ray lances forth at you. You have to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Well, that's bad, but good news. I'm going to use Indomitable. <laughs> okay. Because otherwise, it would have been a seven. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's better. 19. Okay, you resist the effect and uh, nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are back at the top with D.F. Woodrow. There are two damaged beholders floating above. They're all floaty and stuff? They are floaty and stuff. I can't reach that. They're 20 feet up. 
Uh, you got a dagger. A thrust. Yeah, I do. Uh, uh, yeah. Diff will, uh... You can do it! I believe in you! <laughs> you have never seen me throw a dagger. <laughs> a new one works fine! No, it doesn't. Remember the first time I used it? Shh, it's fine. Don't tell him. Uh, yeah, Diaz will just take, uh, his, his magic dagger and just try to throw it at, uh, whichever one shot Evelyn just now, he throws okay. at that one. All right. Go ahead and make your attack. Complete with a... Ah! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Twelve. Twelve. Uh, that does not hit. That was after a plus nine. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dagger comes back to your hand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Magnus, you see the dagger hit nothing. Return to his hand. You tried, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you, for the Magnus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we all heard that. <laughs> it's okay. We'll talk about it later. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first thing Magnus is going to do is fish the holy symbol out of his pocket that he stole from uh, whatever Father Lightbelly or whatever. Sunbright, yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> like that. <Sunbright. laughs> and uh, say, Evelyn, catch! And I throw it to Evelyn. <laughs> uh, Evelyn, just make a dexterity check to catch it. Not a hard, not a hard one. Nineteen. You're good. Is that anything? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Can you use players. that? You see, it is a bejeweled holy symbol. Uh, make a. Make a like a wisdom insight check. Uh, oh, these new dice are fire. Um, Twenty. You sense that there is some magic embedded in this thing, but more than that, you think you recognize this symbol. You have seen it worn on an individual before, somebody you haven't seen in years. Back when you briefly stayed in Daggerford, you sort of hung out at the local temple there, and the priest there one Father Luke Sunbright... Sunbright, right. ...wore this prominently <laughs> while he was basically giving sermons. And Do off- I, does that mean I know what kind of magical properties it has? You... no. Uh, this gives Evelyn pause. And interestingly enough, I actually have this, like, physical symbol. It's at my office, but S. Schultz on Twitter sent it to me. I have this. It's crazy. Um... She... But uh, you also, with your insight, you also realize that some, uh, the sunlight streaming through the grate overhead is sort of falling upon you in the dust pile that used to be Paulton. And uh, you can see the beholder is all eyes staring at you right now. You think this symbol is so bright, you could reflect that light and possibly is it my turn? blind it. Oh, that was... Uh, so Magnus just chucked you that yeah. thing. So it is, in fact, your turn. I, like... Ha! Like, try, to, try to reflect light with it, I guess, okay. into the beholder's eyes. Just Yeah, so you hold it in the sun, beam, and you kind of shine it, uh, flash it across the beholder's eyes. And the light of Lathander compels you! And it has to make a constitution saving throw. And it rolled a five. So you see all the beholder's eyes um, flick and close and sort of turn away and the beholder just sort of bump into a wall as it tries to get away from the light 
Ah. Is that my action, using an object? Or could I also attack? Uh, you can use an object basically as a free action on your turn. So. Sick, so I can also attack. Yeah. Okay, so that one uh, is bumping up against the wall. Where's the other one? Uh, the other one is on the far side of the vaulted chamber, closer to your friends okay. than you. The one that I'm facing is the one that came at me, right? That's right. And it, is, right, currently well, it, bl- it is currently blinded, so you would have advantage on attack rolls against it. Yeah, it's getting the heart of Spinelli right in its bulbous body. Mm-hmm. That's uh, 22. All right, so you launch yourself at it and embed your flaming sword into its bulbous body. Roll damage. 23. Okay. It's still alive. And she just, she's just like, because it's like face against the wall, and she's brutal, like, <laughs> like Princess Bride, R O U S S C, just like the, ah, ta, just over and over again, pulling right. it out and sticking it back in. This is a nat 20. Oh, scary stuff. Okay, so roll all your damage twice, and uh, then add your bonuses. 12, 13, 18, plus, okay, 2, And the modifier only once or twice? Once. 35. Okay, you kill it with fire and steel. (sighs) And the blind beholder falls dead and goes splash down onto the floor. That was awesome! Evelyn's just standing there. Evelyn's standing there with, like, dust up to her elbows with a flaming sword in her hand, like, staring down at this mush and just going... (sighs) (sighs) Like, you've never seen her so angry. All right, then it is Strix's turn. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hi. Hi, welcome. Welcome uh, to Strix's uh, fireball factory. Uh, <laughs> I... Oh, I'm so upset. Uh, okay, so are both the beholders blind? No, just one caught uh, was blinded by the flashing light of the holy symbol. Great. Okay, so that one is blind, so it can't. I it can't cast its. It's dead. Things. Oh, okay. The blind okay. one is dead. Okay, good. Evil so there's just, only one left. There's one left. It was. It's been burned by your previous fireball. Okay. Okay. Um. <sighs> is there a way that I could cast darkness on its head? Sure, you could. It's it's a darkness is basically a twenty foot radius. Right, but it's above us though. So it is okay. It would also um, blot out your friend's view of it. That's right. Yeah, I don't really want to do that. Ugh. Okay, you know what? Uh, Evelyn looks real mad, so I'm actually going to uh, quicken spell to make it a bonus action haste. Okay. On Evelyn. All right, Evelyn, you are hasted. Um, and that means you have a bunch of cool. You have a bunch of really cool bonuses. Um, and then I'm going to try and. Uh, is it less than half its hit points? It's got more than half its hit points. It's got more than half its hit points. Okay. Yeah. Um, then I'm just going to have to do another fireball. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. People up in the city are very confused by what's happening down here. Well, hopefully we're having a good time. Okay. All right. So that's just the normal eight. 
28. Okay, it takes half of that. Uh, as it's lightly singed. And then uh, Noska will take a shot at it with his crossbow. He will hit it. He'll do 19 more points of damage to it. It is now, has fewer than half its hit points left. Clearly, it's in pretty bad shape. Pieces of it are sloughing off. And then it is going to fire a disintegration ray at you, Strix. Cool. Make a, cons- so make a dexterity back. saving throw. Cool, 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 cool. Great, cool. Oh, yay! Um, okay, that's 16, 17. Uh, you are successful. Ha-ha! Oh, heart it, can't take yeah. this. <laughs> you dodge out of the way. Look at your paper, fat. <laughs> you dodge the beam and uh, don't get hit by the disintegration ray, which is a super plus. Um, and, huh, you, at that point, the beholder just sort of yawns. Yawns? <gasps> yes, and you see a tiny little beholder fly out of its mouth. The fuck? And this. immediately sort of disappear into the nearest pipe. <sighs> it's like the little tiny beholder that you saw at the docks who was alongside the tiefling child. Uh. Um, I hate this. Yeah, this baseball-sized beholder comes out of its mouth and it disappears into a pipe. How? Oh, is it like a tiny pipe? It, it's, um, a creature could fit down this pipe or squeeze down this pipe um, if, if it were, you know, agile. Um, DF could fit because he's not particularly heavily armored or anything. Evelyn could fit because she's kind of small, but um, Strix could fit as a swarm of rats, no problem. I don't know what Magnus has got in his bag of tricks. <laughs> he might. He might just try to, you know, <laughs> cram his way down. Yeah, it's almost certainly something. Early boy, it's not. Yeah, it's almost something he'd have to crawl. At least it, it would be like uh, Bruce Willis in Die Hard crawling through the vents, basically. Come to Waterdeep, they said. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So you all see this little baby beholder fly out of the undead beholder's mouth and then disappear into a pipe, and that's it for what its the turn. Fuck? <laughs> Are they supposed to do that? <laughs> and then, DF, what do you do? Can I just uh, say, chat goes, Paulton could fit, he's Ash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Paulton, Paulton watching also Cold. sees that in chat. He's like, that was good. Yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah. Cold-blooded. It's, it's too fast. Too it's too fast for us to be making jokes. Uh, so <laughs> you, you, This pipe that this uh, small holder went into... Yeah. Uh, how, is that like high up or it's about high? it's about twenty feet up, but there are all kinds of little protrusions out of the walls and things and bits of iron sticking out and stuff like that. So it's not a it would not be arduous to get up there. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm, I'm like hop off around some pipes and things and yeah. make my way up there. Yeah, there's uh, actually a piece of what looked like um, like an iron bridge that may have crossed at a higher threshold at one point. Just sort of fell and kind of banged up against the wall and just sort of rusted there. You can kind of clamber up that and then leap over onto. It's, it's very swift, yeah. and then I'm uh, see if I can see it down inside this pipe at all. Okay. Uh, yeah, when you, you can see that the pipe is wonderfully greased. It's got all sorts of mildew and filth encrusted upon it, so you think you can slip in there pretty good. It's kind of uh, stinky because it's, it's stuff spilling out, basically, from sewers of the city. But can I, can I see the little guy in there? You're a human. Um, let's see... 
your your range of vision isn't great, so no. no. You'd have to you'd have to like light uh, something. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I can chase it. And yeah, actually reach it. Like, look, if I got it, I would be on hands and knees and crawling pretty much, right? Oh yes, yeah. You, you but uh, you'd, you'd be able to navigate it pretty well, but. Yeah, but that, I he'll just outspeed me. Fine. All right. From the where I am, to just noticing he's gone, I'll turn back to the beholder and just the dagger right at that. Okay. While I'm hanging out up here. All right. It looks real cool. Yeah. So cool that. <laughs> well, my roll wasn't terrible. Twenty-two. That's it. Good. E. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. All right. Uh, it is still alive, but in bad shape. Good. Uh, so you're hanging up here with it. Magnus, you see Diath hanging off the wall, stabbing this thing. Yes. Um, so one of my attacks, I am going to look at uh, Evelyn and say, hit it again! Um, <laughs> and use a commanding strike, uh, or commander strike, and give her a plus six bonus. Hello. To her attack. No, to damage. Oh, okay, great. So, Evelyn, you got plus six on damage on her next attack. Is that right? Well, so no, she attacks right now. Oh, oh, right now. Oh. So basically, oh, oh you're giving her your action kind of. Attack. Oh, okay. And I still get two more attacks. Got but it. So for my first attack, Evelyn gets to take it with plus six damage. Does she also get, like, crazy haste advantage and stuff on her swing, too, or? Holly, what are all the benefits of the haste? Oh, here, let me check real quick. Look, I found the holy symbol while she's looking. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is! It's so cool. Yeah. I actually lost. Thanks, S. Schultz on Twitter. It's actually bejeweled symbol of Lithander yeah. made of brass. That's it. It's amazing, and you can just keep it around to I don't know bless things. Um, <laughs> okay, so you get a plus two bonus to AC, and you have advantage on dexterity saving throws, and you gain an additional action on each of your turns. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. And so that action can be used only to take the attack. Action, right. dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. Action. But that'll be on your turn. Yeah, that's all in your yeah. turn. Uh, so plus two bonus AC, advantage on dexterity saving throws, and you get a bonus act. You get another action. Not a bonus action, but an actual action. Because this isn't a real turn. This is a commander's turn. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But your real turn, you'll get another action. Okay. And re- really quick, can I just point out, <laughs> when anyone else dies, it's so sad and traumatizing, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Paulton gets disintegrated, and the chat is just fire jokes right now. <laughs> um, what are you laughing at? What did they say? The, the chat, okay, so first, okay, the two shout-outs I want to, I, I just want to say, Paulton wants to say real quick, our new name, Ashton. <laughs> and the follow-up, the follow-up tour, the follow-up tour is the Drunk Off My Ash tour. Oh, oh no, no. Wow. You started this with the oh, memes. God. You opened this oh, floodgate. It's so really good. It shouldn't be so good. Oh, it's, uh, carry this on. is how you'd want to go out. It kind of is. Yeah. I appreciate it. It is the most appropriate funeral. Oh, it hurts. As, okay, as, anyways, as uh, Magnus's words marshal you into action, Evelyn, mm-hmm. a sending spell taps into your mind and says, Evelyn Marthane, if this is you, this is Luke Sunbright at the Spires of the Morning. 
Come visit. Let's catch up. I have something to show you. You up? Leave them on red. Leave them on red. Evelyn's no. like, Evelyn's looking at the thing and she hears this, this, you know, she's looking at the symbol and she hears this and she looks at the dust on the ground and she looks up and she's like, come on! Lathander's <laughs> <laughs> being a troll. <laughs> yeah. Um, she just like declines that call real quick. Okay. <laughs> and, and, Ignites the flaming sword. <laughs> All right, make your attack. Uh, sixteen. That is a hit. For uh, uh, fifteen damage. Is that with the six? Oh no, no, with that, that with the six. 21. With the six, you kill it. You slash clean through it, and it falls away. Evelyn, as it goes down in flames and falls away, you see Dieth standing before you, hanging off the wall. Hey. Hey! Okay, all of your enemies are dead. We are out of initiative. The sending oh. spell that she just kind of like put on hold, was it something that she would like respond to or was it just something Yeah, she can respond with up to 25 words if she so chooses. So, all the baddies die. Paulton's still watching. He's just like, all right, all right, it's over. It's going to be a dream sequence. Watch, watch. Just, just like, watch. <laughs> Tapping whoever's next to him in the theater. It's like, it's not real. Watch. It's Falcon. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> oh, it's everyone we've killed in the theater. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. This theater's sold out. Escher's sitting right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> Escher's just throwing little bits of popcorn at Paulton's head <laughs> from the... <laughs> Couple rows back. Yeah. He's like trying to sneak a hand onto his leg. He's like, oh, not right now, not right now, not right now. <laughs> I, Irene is bringing some popcorn. Yeah, Esmeralda's somewhere. Okay. Are these all people you've killed? Because yeah. I'm getting. Oh yeah. Killed. These are all. These are all ge- <laughs> dead guest stars. Oh, people yeah. we've loved and killed. Yeah. An actual uh, child also rides. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 The the little girl <laughs> that you killed. Yeah. So sorry. Looking charred, sitting in. Yeah, it's like that scene in American Werewolf in London where all the dead people that you mauled yeah. corner you in the theater and tell you to kill yourself. All right. No jokes. This isn't funny, you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, so you're all so in this stinking sewer. Immediately try and sweep up those ashes into a safe place. You got to get them all. You got to get yeah. them all. Yeah. There was mention of a scroll. Someone said something about a scroll. Is that? I don't, is that something? So yeah, I have a scroll of resurrection. But I don't know if that's the kind of resurrection that we, we need for this. I know magic, but I don't know if it's that good of magic. Because he is disintegrated. Like, oh my gosh, he is yeah. so dead. But that's okay. We've all been so dead at Nos- least twice. N- Noska sort of stands over Strix as, as you're collecting everything. And he says, so you have an opening now then. I actually... Uh, you take that up with Dia. He's our leader. I don't want to talk to you. And then... And then, the yeah, and then, then Noska, Noska sort of comes over, uh, sees Evelyn and says, Hey. <laughs> I actually Good have a connection that might be able to help if you've got the right oh. direction spell. I, I kind of have an in with the Raven Queen. Whoa. What? what? <laughs> yeah, I know a couple of people that work for her. Oh... I mean, she's really she's scary, so though. Bad. Yeah, I mean, like... We met her. We met her in person. Yeah. We know that the Raven Queen has a specific connection to Paulton, right? So, so it would seem. 
Yeah. She had. Yeah, she has. Know, she has at the very least. She has at the very least an interest in Paulton beyond the the norm. I know a couple like I know a couple like Reapers. Um, I could probably get a message to her and see if that's something that she could maybe help us out with. Usually uh, we ask Lathander. <laughs> Evelyn's Evelyn's like, like, look at Evelyn, like, Evelyn's like, oh, oh yeah, uh, presses the, like, unhold button, she's like, (laughs) hey, so nice to hear from you, totally would love to catch up, uh, uh, see you real soon, hope you don't mind me asking for a little favor, okay, bye! Let's go to the spires. Were you talking to that cookie? (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha ha! approach Evelyn mm-hmm. at this point and kind of like hands on the shoulder and like just kind of face her like just right like just eye to eye like Evelyn are you okay look at me <laughs> right here Evelyn it will be okay stay with me stay no, focused well, how could it possibly be okay I have another thing I can maybe help out with. Um, it's not as interesting. Hold on one second. And uh, Magnus pulls out his pocket workshop, which is the pocket dimension he has that's his wood shop. Of course. <laughs> and he ducks into it. You don't even have a house! <laughs> as, one, as one has. Yeah. Uh, he ducks into it real quick and comes back with a, a bag of 2,000 golds and hands it to Evelyn. And it's like, this is probably going to... This will, like, grease some palms if you want to, like, do that. Usually there's, like, some kind of, like, donation process with church, right? You pay for a resurrection or whatever. So this should help. How much more gold do you have in there? What? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Can we get more than that, then? I mean, it's not... Listen, we just met. We've only known each other, like, 36 hours. Do you have unlimited cookies in there, too? No, well... Drix, we're kind of busy right now. Can we not think about cookies? Please? I'm sorry. I'm co- it's a coping That's mechanism. Right. Evelyn, you focus. We know what we need to do. And we have to go do it. You keep your Get mind on that ashes, until it's every over. Every single one. Do you have Drix. all of them? The, the, the ashes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you've collected, you've collected all, the, all the ashes that you could find. Yeah, I I'm think, like licking. I, I'm actually licking my finger and like touching no, no, them on the ground no, and like no, trying. No, to... <laughs> no, I'm getting them all. I got them all. Uh, I <laughs> I do think sack. If, we, if we go to the spires, I do think that they probably have the power to bring him back, right? In some way or another. Um, you think it's it's within the power of the temple to raise the dead? Now they need a body, typically. If Do I know Sander was going to help me, it has got to be now. Do I know if the scroll that I have is true resurrection or just resurrection? I feel like it was true resurrection. Um, it came from the hells and was big, so I'm guessing it might be true resurrection. Yeah, it's true resurrection. Good. I'm just like, well, then don't worry, I got this, and yeah. I like pull it but out you, of my robes. But somehow. you, you know, you know that a spell that high level, even cast on a scroll, if you're not high enough to actually be able to cast the spell, there's a chance the spell could fail. Right. Well, we'll have to. Strix will hold it up and say, wherever she gets it from inside of her person, and say, this can bring it back. I can't cast it though. I don't know enough magic, especially like holy magic, to do this. So we need to go to the temple, unfortunately. 
Evelyn's kind of just like staring at the holy symbol sadly, and she's like, This is all my fault. No, nope. have gone to the spires. No, we can't. We got here. Magnus, gone back do, what you, do, what you, do what you did to Dia to Evelyn. No. I can't deal with this. Evelyn, none this of that right now. Fault. Give her a talk, please. Nasca will say, It's it's not your fault. What? How Shut up, up Nasca. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Paul's like, yeah, fuck I, that guy. I, I, believe, <laughs> I believe in the light of Lathander. Yeah, Evelyn. the light of Lathander is showing me where I should have been all along. Let's go. We need to go to the spires right now. All right. You leave the sewers uh, by the same route that Nasca brought you here, uh, minus one member. When you come back up into... We collect up all of Paulton's things, obviously. Right, yes. You've got all of his belongings left, nothing behind except corpses of your slain foes. Uh, you follow the corpse... And also footprints. Wait, and footprints wait, and wait. No. Leave only footprints taken <laughs> memories. That's Before we leave, what did we need from the Mind Flayer? We need to take it. So you didn't need anything. You were just uh, killing him off so that he couldn't continue to okay. breed intellect devourers and stick them in the heads of people. So you've done yeah, your... we're stopping the intellect devourer. Did he have dinner. anything that we could sell on him? Uh, he, I don't know, he, he, his chopped up remains are just sort of lying in a pile in the middle of the room. Right, um, well, his, his gas mask is designed to fit his head, so that won't really serve you well. Um, his what armor. a fun, a fun memento. Yeah. Was there, was there stuff in his lair? So, um, this, he was using this place to basically capture people and implant them in. You don't really think it's his lair lair. Um, as, as in fact, Nos- Nosca will, will tell you that Nihilor's actual lair is in the Xanathar Guild hideout. Ugh. <laughs> but don't as worry. As they start looking at stuff, Evelyn's just like standing at the side of the room tapping her foot, and finally she I mean, walks over. We've and left. Wipes Paulton's ashes from Strix <laughs> and, is like, and just walks off okay. toward the spires. All right, let's. Yeah. Nosca will tell you in passing is just a sort of create conversation as you head to the spires that the Xanathar Guild is not, is sort of, its members are scattered all over the city and uh, they typically live in the sewers or in dungeon complexes underneath the sewers. But the Xanathar itself has a main lair, a dungeon complex, where Nihilor and even Noska actually have spent a fair amount of time. And he says it's really well guarded, but there is one major flaw in its defense, and that is the Xanathar's pet fish. Um, it would go crazy if that fish were taken or killed. And Magnus instinctually reaches for his pet fish, the magic fish, Stephen the goldfish, that hangs on his belt. It's like, I understand. <laughs> I, do. I do, I relate. Nasca says nothing is more important to the beholder than that damn fish. And you make your way th- uh, into the castle ward, you see this. You see the gleaming golden spires above the other rooftops. You come to the central plaza where the where the palace-like temple sits. You enter the edifice. You see its white marble walls gleaming, being cleaned, um, probably every hour of the day. You also see glass paneled walls separating off various rooms and things. Uh, these these paneled glass walls have. Uh, leaded frames and the colored glass in them often depict saints and suns and sunlight and sun rays and all kinds of sun iconography. Um, As you go deeper and deeper and deeper into the temple, which many of you know quite well, having spent some time here, there are marble staircases leading up into the spires. There are uh, uh, 
small private confessionals and chambers of uh, worship. There's also big, tall alcoves, and you can see at this very moment a statue of Evelyn um, standing in one of those hallowed alcoves in a prominent position and being stared at by a group of people who look like they're tourists. Uh, and the, the priest, who sort of the acolyte who's guiding them through, is describing her as um, the, 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 one of the temple's great uh, heroes. Um, this and, is new, right? Oh, this is brand new. This, this, this statue doesn't look like it's resided in this alcove for more than a few days. And you overhear, as you're passing by, that this statue was the money to carve it um, was donated by House M. Cathra. As you well know, the richest of the noble Waterdavian houses. M. Cathra. M. Cathra. Does that name ring a bell for me? Mm. Make a intelligence roll. Evelyn, that looks like 17. you. That's Evelyn, right? Yeah. Like- Evelyn, it looks. It I looks. imagine. I imagine that Evelyn's walking in like with purpose, you know, because she's. This is like walking into high school. Like you've been here a million times. Yes. You're not paying attention. It's like everything is familiar, and she's just like on this mission with these ashes, and she's just kind of like walking, walking, walking. walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look taller when you're on top of a plinth, as it turns out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Strix is like, eh, I got your nose a little wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. eyes, though, like you can see it. Yeah, in the, eyes. the other, the other thing you notice is follow, that there's kind of follow you. There's a know? golden sheen to the statue, and it's actually rendered Evelyn as construct. <gasps> what? Oh, whoa! Oh, oh. Uh, and what was the family oh. name you said? M. Cathra. M. A M C A T H. And with a seventeen, did I know? Who they yeah. Were? So when you died and your soul was drawn into the soulmonger, you had you have this dim memory of having met somebody there by that name. It triggers a memory, and then you realize, oh, it's the boy. I thought so. Um. So this is the first time I'm remembering that boy. Yeah. That's the right, the little boy. And I, I'm like, oh, what, what, M. Cathra is, how did they, but what is, oh no. <laughs> She's just so overwhelmed. Yeah. She just kind of hides and like walks past the statue like, uh. Yeah, and you realize, you can't remember what the boy's first name was, but you realize, you remember that he, uh, he talked to you about something to do with a horse. I remember the horses, yeah, the horses, something with horses. Yeah. But yeah, she like as soon as this this just becomes very a lot, and she's holding Paulton's ashes, and so she sees that and the symbol of Lathander in her other hand, and she's like, uh, and just like hides from that and continues walking to where All she right. thinks. Ma- Magnus is going to do a stealth check to kind of hold his shield up uh-huh. between them and her, so it's almost like uh, a, a, you know an agent. <laughs> like, All right, nothing to see here, folks. Well trained bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eighteen. Okay, excellent. You succeed. Uh, you're able to cut through the temple and see um, a train, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see Father Sunbright uh, standing on a balcony having a conversation. Actually, he's sort of berating or chastising, waving his finger at an acolyte. Um, but when, he, when they see you, 
they stop, and Father Sunbright shoes the acolyte away and immediately comes down the stairs. That's Light Belly. <laughs> <laughs> and we've met him before, I think, right? I don't think you guys. Oh, no, we have uh, met. no, yeah, because he was not he was not here when you guys were staying at the temple. No. He was okay. actually the priest of another temple in Daggerford. Got it. Well, Strix doesn't like any of these people, yeah. so she's just hiding in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> Evelyn takes a knee as he descends the stairs and kind of like bows with respect. I can't believe and it's you. She she holds out the symbol of Lathander that she knows is his. He says, looks at it and he says. How did you come by this? I thought I'd lost it just yesterday. And my guess, yeah. Mm. (laughs) 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 I believe it was a sign of the morning lord and his holy majesty reminding me where my true place was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, I will have. (laughs) Well, I will have to speak to that acolyte again then. Strixel's high five Magnus a little. (laughs) Yes, I was. I was a little cruel toward him. I regret that now. Evelyn kind of just... Uh, How are you? Like she doesn't know what to say to that. Um, I, I apologize that it's taken me so long to return. Uh, I, I know that I should have checked in sooner. Yeah. Thank you. By the way, thank you, Magnus, for bringing her back to us. Don't mention it. I, de- I definitely, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> he, he says, or he immediately sort of begins to tell you that uh, the past year has been very difficult. Um, the, the, the priesthood has um, had uh, really no way to deal with the death curse that had uh, taken hold. Um, but when it was lifted, uh, divination spells and whatnot revealed that you had a hand in it. Or more precisely, uh, someone, you and someone named Ominifus Drawn. <laughs> me and, me and Omen? Yeah. <laughs> that you were, dead. you were essentially responsible for destroying some sort of evil god thing that was feeding on the souls, and he was responsible for destroying the device that was trapping the souls, and you kind of did it at the same time in the exact same moment. Evelyn doesn't remember this, though, right? Like, she doesn't remember any of that. No, not really, no. When he says that, does she, her reaction, is it like that that sounds plausible, or is it like, no, they have it wrong? Uh, She has no uh, experience to relate to it, so it doesn't sound right somehow. And the fact that it's tied to Omen is just a weird coincidence. The, the name Omens, Rob and Paul, is just like, no, I like that guy. Oh, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> but uh, he says, the death curse has ended, and once more we can bring people back from the dead. Or at least... You know, funny you should mention that. Or at least uh, I can. <laughs> you, you can't... Do, I know this is... I'm just back. We have so much to talk about. A lot to talk about. Uh, and I know it's so weird to ask for a favor just well, like right off While the this is going on, Evelyn, you can see sort of in the background, tapestries <laughs> of Lathander are being taken down off the walls. Excuse? What is happening here? Uh, she doesn't stop. She's like, uh, 
so much to talk about. Obviously, yeah. a lot to talk about. But uh, you said about bringing people back from the dead. I was wondering if maybe that's something you could do, like, right this second uh, huh, for yes, a friend. Yes, absolutely. Thank I'd be happy so to. Much. She holds up the ashes. And oh, my. Strix, Strix will see um, you, and she'll shuffle over oh, with the scroll uh, and be mm, like, uh, I got one of these. Uh, what's that? It's a true resurrection skull po- scroll, possibly from the hells, from a bunch of hags. Hello, I'm this Strix. The, this is the part where I come back. Watch, 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 watch. He looks at the scroll and he says, hmm, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, yes, this, this looks like it could work. Um, it's, some of the writing is a little beyond me, but I'm sure with some research and some assistance, I can have it figured out in no time. Uh-huh. No time is, is grease, not much time. Grease some palms. This is where that comes in. Oh, oh yeah. Grease the palms. Give him some gold, Evelyn. That's, it, that- this, is the, this is the negotiation part. Omen taught me that. Oh, he says that, and no. He says that, like, <laughs> then, like, after they say that, Paulton's just like, see that tech guy? Stop fading my stats right now. It's going to be fine, okay? Uh, he's- uh, between Evelyn and Sunbright, she would know whether it would be appropriate to offer him any money. So he, you would be offering the temple money, essentially, and that's always appreciated because it's distributed among various worthy causes. And it is... It is, there are expensive components associated with the casting of the spell, and it can be a bit of a burden, um, even on a large e- temple, Evelyn too. Evelyn takes the giant bag of 2,000 gold and kind of like, <laughs> That's No, not all of it! Well, work up, Evelyn, Evelyn, <laughs> work up to it. <laughs> work up to it. Uh... She kind of pulls it back towards her and... <laughs> yes, we'll take that. <laughs> Uh, I, you, I just—I would just appreciate it if an any, acolyte comes over and just sort of drags it away. <laughs> uh, if, if you could give any any speed or care, I would really appreciate it. Absolutely. I was to open a bakery. Absolutely. Um, would you join me? Your friends can make themselves comfortable around over there on that bench, for instance. It's like in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Like, where no one can see us. Like, Strix will just go sit on it. Like, I'm, I'll be in my workshop, but if you guys, whenever you're ready, just knock on the, you know, the imaginary door. What if we need their help? Uh, we won't. Are you sure? Yes. Maybe they could just Is that thing housebroken? Points at waffles. Oh, I thought you meant me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of points over your shoulder, Magnus, at the big owlbear behind you. That thing <laughs> is named Waffles, and she's quite tame and obedient and will listen to us. Oh, good. Evelyn, this is on you now. You can do this. I'm sure you guys don't want to come just for, you know, company. Oh, this is all Lathander stuff. Strix, like, pats the bench next to her. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, so you guys, uh, Evelyn, you go off with Father Sunbright and the Ashes of Paulton and the Scroll of True Resurrection. And After she leaves, yeah. uh, Dieth will like, kind of take a seat next to Strix okay. and uh, uh, kind of address her, but almost like watching Evelyn as she leaves and just be like, you heard what she said, right? Wait, which part? The part when we got here and Evelyn said that she was supposed to be here the whole time. I don't like that. That's not true. No. No, it's not. A couple well, acolytes... when she gets back, we'll hit her really hard. Some, some, uh, four, <laughs> four acolytes come by and ask you to stand while they take the old bench, Wait. which has sort of inscriptions of Lathander, and they put a new bench down in its place. 
Wait, what? Wait, why are you taking a, taking away the, the Lathander bench? They don't say anything. Wait, what does the new bench say? Um, it has a it has a sun like design and some inscriptions on it um, uh, that uh, tr- uh, that you can probably translate. It seems to pertain to somebody or someone named Amonator. Oh, oh Amonat, Amonator. I don't. I never said that right because I only read it in a video game. Amonator. Um, Magnus says in Thieves' Cant to Diaz, uh, "How's your stealth?" <laughs> <laughs> Always, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, subconsciously, DS channels a little bit of Paul and just goes, my dude, how's my stealth? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm uh, between Strix's rat form and our stealth, I suggest that we get maybe a little bit closer to that conversation. And we don't, this is feeling real hinky. And I don't know <laughs> how I feel about leaving Evelyn alone. Is that just me? Am I wrong? I don't believe she's in danger, but something's going on here. Do you guys want to make Can, stealth checks? Yeah. Should, should you, are you going to tell Strix to rats? Because she doesn't understand thieves can't. She's like, they're doing hand things again. It's so fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got a 23, and then we do kind of like a Strix. You, rats, us, going on. <laughs> I get that. She okay. starts into rats. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got twenty-seven. All right. Make a stealth check, Strix. <laughs> Just rats. <laughs> oh, in this, oh, in this, right, in this sort of pristine bad. temple, seeing a mob 19. of black rats sort of crawling That's... through is well. So, but you're I probably could... you're probably like following like along the corners of the walls and things yeah. behind tapestries That's... and fonts and not actually crossing the main floors. No, that's 19. Okay, you're all, you all roll really well. Paulton. Hey, Paulton. There he is. I put his headset back on. Paulton. What? what? Uh, you f- yes. get this strange feeling of your, uh, your psyche, your spirit, your mind, and your body all sort of coming back together as though they were all kind of in separate rooms but suddenly joined in one place. And when you open your eyes, there's sunlight washing down on top of you. Evelyn, what you have just witnessed is Father Sunbright successfully casting the scroll, which goes blank after he uses it. And during the course of the casting, he utters prayers to Amanator, not Lathander. This is troubling. But your friend Paulton <gasps> is on this padded plinth. There are a couple uh, acolytes standing in corners who just kind of ring gongs, bung, every ten seconds or so. And they do it together when Paulton awakens and sits up. You feel the warmth warmth of the sun upon you. Evelyn is staring at Sunbright as he's saying prayers to Amanator and like... He rolls up the scroll tube, puts it back in the case and hands it to Paulton and says, a memento. Do well, I remember getting at least getting disintegrated? Or like there was this gone? feeling where like your body was gone, and you could just see your like hands turning to dust, and then that's it. Paulton wakes up and like takes a second and remembers and goes, oh, "Perkins." <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn like still has dust up to her elbows, like she hasn't even cleaned up yet, and she sees him sit up, and she just goes. 
<laughs> Paulton's just, ah, uh, and also like, just like, ah, we're crying now, okay, and just like grabs her and hugs her. While you two are hugging, uh, Luke Sunbright is just sort of standing next to you, his golden beard and curly golden hair, um, catching the bright light almost, almost gives him an aura. And then he says, having done that, the gold is a great boon to the temple. Thank you for all that you've done. I could use your help personally. In, in the, <clears throat> she kind of di- it disentangles herself from, from Paulton and straightens her clothes, and she's like, of course, anything in the service of the Morning Lord. Absolutely. So, since the passing of Mother's Zeress, there hasn't been a high priest uh, determined for this temple. I am, of course, the leading candidate and could use your support. For all that you've done to end the death curse, your words would carry tremendous weight within the clergy. And given our past relationship and how well we have always seen each other, I figure the two of us can make this temple stronger than it's ever been. I am just curious, because when you were praying just now, I was a little surprised uh, to hear the name Aminatur instead of Lathander, and I was just curious what that meant. Paul Ness supporters just like, oh, appalling. He says, well, Lathander is the reincarnation of Aminatur. Aminatur is the ancient one. Uh-huh. So why... why it, is the, he... it is the... It is he who is the foundation of our faith. Mm-hmm. But they are one and the same. Aminator oh. is Lathander. Y- yeah, but why change everything now? Why, why, why did we praise Lathander before? Now we're, I mean, is it just like an aesthetic change, like a rebrand? He says, to an extent, but it is always good to remember the past and to reach and bring forth the past so that it doesn't become lost forever. Hmm. Uh, when he says that we've always seen each other well, is yeah. that something that Evelyn agrees with? He was, when you, when you um, visited the Temple of Lathander, the, the uh, morning, glow to- morning Glow Tower in Daggerford, he was always respectful to you. Um, you I imagine he was, like, tough but fair. Yeah, kind of yeah, teacher. he was. You were young, you were sort of flirting with an adventuring career, um, not going for the clerical path, but for the paladin path and sort of running off in the temple. And you could see that maybe he had a sort of disapproving, uh, there was a hint of dis- disapprovingness to that, but that is gone. You don't see that at all anymore. If the uh, side canon writing is to be believed, he was tough on her but helped train her to become as strong as she was. Right. Um, okay, so she's like, well, I, I can't think of a better candidate, so of course you have my support. He smiles and says, well, I'll, I'll let you reunite with your friends. Hey, thanks. That's real nice. Uh, uh, I have some other matters to attend to. Nice to see you again, and pleasure to meet you, Paulton. Do we need to roll now to see if when they open the door, we fall in? <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of rats. You totally can, yes, if you want. You've, by the way, the rest uh, of you have heard all of this, 
and okay. seen seen Paulton's awakening. Evelyn's like, I I can just <laughs> I can just go. There's nothing. You don't need any anything. Like, I, well, you're going to you're going to be in the tour, you're going to be staying in the city for a while, are you? Mm-hmm. Perhaps you could come by and we could go out for lunch sometime and catch up. Talk about yeah. the future. Okay. Oh, may the light of the morning lord shine upon you. How do you rest of you do on your stealth checks? Uh, I have I, 28. Okay. 29. All right. Four! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the rats are a bit of a giveaway. The rats are there. They pile out of the shadows. <laughs> Paul right. just kind of like looks up. He's like, oh my God, stop. Chat, shut up. Just let it happen when it does. Jesus. <laughs> Mag- Magnus comes walking in like he's been a long way. We're like, oh, Evelyn. Oh, sorry. Uh, did you- huh. I, did- I thought this was the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> Evelyn kind of like takes Paulton's hand. Did Does he need anything? Like when he just came back from ashes, like... Yeah, how am I? You, you yeah. probably um, you probably could use a, a long rest, but other than that, speaking Does he come of, back like clothed, or is he just like draped? In oh, am I? Not? Oh, uh, he's probably he's probably wearing uh, something uh, modest, but uh, that's it. Like a like a like he's probably just wearing one of the temple robes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's actually kind of dressed like a, a sun priest acolyte right now. <laughs> Strix is laughing at him. Evelyn kind of like looks him up and down. She's like, hey. Listen, um, we all need our rest, right? Mm. Yeah. I have something I want to show you um, that I think is going to help with that. So follow me. Come with me. Uh, Okay. Strix is going to turn back into Strix and not rats once she's Got it. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, she assumes her true form. As you sort of follow Magnus out of the temple... Um, everybody just make perception checks to see if you notice anything interesting. I rolled a one. Okay. Yeah. Evelyn is distracted. I got a 14. Okay. Six. Okay. A natural 20 up to oh, 31. Oh. Okay. Ooh. 14. DF, you notice as everybody is withdrawing that there is a, uh, an, a priest, an acolyte, basically an old woman in the garb of Lathander. Uh, she's got a, a golden white habit, a robe that hangs down, uh, golden slippers. She is watching you leave, and her expression is one of grave concern. And it looks like she wants to intercede and talk to you, but then something uh, kind of stays her hand, and she realizes maybe this is the wrong time. Um, but she looks nervous and afraid. And you can see, by the way, what looks like um, a bronze-carved symbol of Lathander being carted away behind her. Like from one side of the frame to yeah. the other? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, but she's very clearly wearing Lathander yes. garb. Yes, and a Lathander holy symbol draped over her neck. Uh, uh, dang. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I'll I'll like, I'll give her her look to know that I noticed her noticing. Um, I, I don't know how else to really convey it. 
unless she knows thieves can't. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just like a quick look around and then kind of like a quick nod to the direction we are going Mm -hmm. and back at her and giving her a quick nod, yes. And then I continue following Magnus to whatever magical happy place he has in his pocket or whatever the fuck. Okay. You notice as you follow Magnus and company out that uh, this priestess has also sort of followed you uh, and Good. watches you leave. And okay. Magnus. So, so here's the thing. So last ChairCon, last year's ChairCon, I was here in Waterdeep, and I kind of started formulating a plan. Sort of a retirement thing, but more of just like, oh, I'm going to do that. And I've kind of been working on it uh, over the past year, getting all the deals done. And I actually just, like, during, just before ChairCon this year, closed on it. Um, and I kind of have a plan for it, but for now, I just wanted to show you. And he brings them to Yeah, so a, you, a coach ride later, blah, 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 blah. You sort of cross a few streets of town. You head from the Castle Ward into the North Ward along um, uh, one of the main thoroughfares. And then you come to uh, an alley that you take the cart through and there's this big stone archway that you pass through into a street surrounded on all sides by tall buildings, many of them quite old and fabulous. Uh, so there there's, was a building here that uh, this older couple bought with the intention of turning into a and b and they never ended up finishing it. Uh, so I bought it. Um, eventually, I'm going to find the time to come in and finish it, but that's not going to be for a couple years. So I was thinking, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to hang out here in Waterdeep much longer. I got to get back to my school and to my friends and everything. So would you all want to watch over it for me while I was gone? You see this incredible mansion on a corner. And and parts of it look weathered and worn and probably could use some uh, fixing up and such, but the structure seems basically sound. Uh, The windows are all shuttered for the most part, and there's all these sort of verandas and balconies perched on it at various levels. Uh, Is it zoned for a bakery? Well, it's it's got four bedrooms, um, and that's pretty cool. And Evelyn, there's one in the attic that connects to turrets, overlooks beautiful sunrise. Uh, I thought you would like that. Uh, but also, the first floor is a tap room with a full kitchen. <laughs> uh, oh, Magnus, this this is far more than we could ever. And also, just FYI, I insured out the ass, so like you don't have to worry about if there's like a dragon or anything like that. And yeah, there probably will be. Yeah, I figured. Um, and I've been. <laughs> I'm uh, kind of going back and forth about different names, but I have an idea. Tell me what you think about this. Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the SEO on that might be tricky. Uh, no, it sounds like a last resort kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul like, leads over to DF. He's just like, he's a guest player. Can a guest player give us a house? <laughs> <laughs> Undone it. <laughs> He's not giving us anything. We're yeah, no, we're talking about a lease, uh, like ten gold a month, something reasonable. Because I mean, that's I plan really on eventually reasonable. flipping it and selling it. You know what I mean? So this no, is more of like <laughs> that's like you'll be like equity. caretakers yeah. of it more than anything else, and just yeah, make sure. we'll, we'll clean it up. Yeah, and it, and just if you happen to 
unfortunately pass away, would that just mean that it was ours? Well, canonically, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So it's fine. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. I know how these things work. Where's the piece of paper or contract or something where we got to give you our, our, our entire beings? Or Magnus, like... grabs, Magnus just grabs a piece of paper and writes, you can stay here for 10 gold a month. <laughs> Magnus. Hands up to you. <laughs> Do you take the this contract? Like, I I'm not I'm not used to. Uh, this is pretty solid. Uh, it kind of turns back to the party. Just be like, uh, is there like? Paulton's gone up here? to like one of the windows and is yeah. looking into this big yeah, this Paul, big gigantic tap room beyond with this huge bar and the is fireplace. And, yeah, toss it. I toss the keys to Paulton. Okay, I am I already catch at them. the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to. Is you're gonna have to stalk here? this thing. Can we make oh. a magic? Can we make magic here? Is there magic? Yeah, you got a big old basement. So go to town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like got a wine there. cellar. It's got an ale cellar. It's got a tap room, a pantry, a kitchen. On the upper floors, it's got a big common room, a big den, an upstairs hall. One, two, three, four bedrooms, a library, study, private baths, balconies, and Bath. attic, attic storage, and a private turret. Well. You, Paul, you heard him. Why don't, why don't you guys go enjoy? Paulton um, has already like chugged a concerning amount of wine. <laughs> He's just like, now I know this is a dream sequence, so I'm going to take advantage of it before it ends. <laughs> Dieth Di- Di- is basically like, oh, you kids go have fun. No, Strix isn't going to go in until Dieth goes in. She's not. Okay. She's just like, is it open? Go, let's go. Evelyn and Paulton are like, wee. Yeah. <laughs> Strix, would it be okay if I? Talk to Dia just one second. Oh yeah, I won't uh, rats around you just, this just, time. Okay, I'll just, I'm gonna. There's a basement. That sounds awesome. Go check it out. Yeah, she just like runs away like Muppet runs like. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he says go check it out, she like, <laughs> she's down there in seconds. Yeah, it's so big. Dia, I I hope I. Oh, this isn't too much. I mean, really, uh, I was planning on doing this anyways. You're doing me a favor, keeping an eye on it, or else it was just going to set empty for like three or four years. No, we we needed a, a place to stay, and this is this is, this is more than I could ever. Yeah. The North Ward imagine. is one of the nicest wards in all of Waterdeep. Yeah, this is more than I've ever and will ever be able to give any of them. Well, don't think of it that way, because you have you got them here. You know what I mean? Like. I I wanted to tell you something before I go. I remembered one thing about the person that I traveled with. It's not much. Does he actually like tense up a little bit? All I I tr- swear to you I've been trying so hard to remember. All I can remember is kind of a crescent scar from like middle of of eyebrow kind of around like that, you know what I mean? And like I said, I can't even guarantee it's any connection to you whatsoever. It just seems right. But there is one more thing I wanted to say about it before I go. Don't spend so much time looking for your father that you miss the fact that you've already found your family. Dieth actually kind of is surprised a little bit by this and turns back and just says... This might be the first time you've got me completely wrong. I've never been trying to find him. I know exactly where I belong and who I belong with. That's an important thing to learn. I, 
I lost my family a long time ago. A horrible, horrible man took them from me. And it's a thing that for a long, long time, I thought I would never be able to replace. And then I made a new family and, and uh, had new experiences with them and grew even stronger than I did before. And I want the same for you and for your friends and for your family. Take care of them. You know, they're, they're great. I'm happy to hear that for you, Magnus, and I will take care of them. And unlike you, this is the only family I've ever had. Well, if you need anything, um, and Magnus hands him, so in our game, we have these things called Stones of Far Speech that let you, like, contact other people. They're like pagers. <laughs> uh, and Magnus gives one to uh, Diath tuned to his. If you ever need me, if you ever need anything from me, let me know. I can. I have a whole magical cannon thing I can get here pretty quickly. So if you need anything, let me know, okay? I appreciate that, Magnus. And it's, I don't know how much it's worth back to you, but should you ever need us, you know where to find me. He goes in for a handshake. We then hug. after Magnus takes on, it, it's, it's, like, it's like the handshake into yeah. the hug thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now go, check out the house. <clears throat> uh, Magnus leaving? Because yeah. Elon's going to stick her head out one of the bathroom windows. <laughs> already like, like shower towel. <laughs> oh She's like, bye Magnus, thank you. <laughs> yeah, there'll be some rats peeking out from like a basement window and they'll just all wave yeah. together with little rat hands. Uh, I, actually, before I go, I have taken like a shit ton of damage. Can I come take a nap? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just need it now. Yeah, let's get like yeah. at least two gold pieces in rent if you want to. Ah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Make his breakfast. So he'll, yeah, he'll crash. That's uh, right. He'll crash for a while. Uh, the rest of you make yourself at home. Strix, you can see down in the cellar, there's some evidence that people have been kind of rooting down there recently looking for shit. Um, like no, stealing no, our pipes? No effort to tidying up the place. You get the impression that maybe, you know, you might need to shore up the security down here. They must be All getting right. in from somewhere. But uh, you love the fact that th- these sort of rough, carved-out cellars in the basement are so spacious and have so many nooks and crannies to stick stuff in. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Paulton, you're, you're sort of dra- you've drained one bottle out mm-hmm. into a glass and drank that. You sort of duck down underneath the bar to root around to see if you can find something you haven't tried yet. Uh, and when you come out with something that you look, you want to try, and you look up at the bar, there is a bottle of wine pouring itself into your glass. It's haunted! And then just sort of sets it down beside. Mom just takes it and is like, I'm going to put a pin in that. <laughs> <laughs> And then you just see sort of the the cork go in the top of the bottle. Okay. And then the bottle just sort of float over toward a shelf and lay itself in there. This place is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we'll stop. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he was a hot house. <laughs> oh my 
a lot happened. Uh, Why can't we just have a normal house? 47 minutes. Uh. This is a normal house. <laughs> All right. So I have a bottle ready at my desk. Good thing. I have a floor plan to send you guys. Oh my god, it's actually our house. Like yes. we're not gonna get like killed or something and evicted. This is it. That's ah, a really great house. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, we're just borrowing it. That, that actually came to me in a dream. And I reached out to Chris and I was like, I want to give him a house. Oh, that's amazing. And I didn't even know. And even earlier in the episode, I said, we don't even have a house. That's right. Oh, and we got a house. I was biting my tongue the whole time. Yeah. That was so amazing. I yeah. was sitting there the whole time like, how do I find a chance to get us to the house? Yeah. No, it's beautiful. Look, we've been we've had a lot of great guests, but I'm gonna say you're the first one that's ever given us a house. <laughs> it's true. Guests step your game up. And and psychological help and support. Right. Yes. We killed all the other ones. Yes. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Well, thank you for having me. It's been an absolutely and what a joy to have you, Travis. Thank you. Thank you very it's much. It's been wonderful. Yeah. I really I'm, glad to be, I'm happy to come back whenever you need me. I'm cool. glad we can contact you whenever anyone yep. has a mental breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, if any of your characters ever just need to talk, I'm happy to be like a help <laughs> yeah. You can phone a friend. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. Does anybody have any announcements they want to share with the greater Waffle fan before we break off for the week? Uh, Trapped in the Birdcage starts on July 5th, I believe. Yeah. Um, that Thursday, so we will be back into the city of Sigil where I DM a band of misfits who keep stealing things and will probably get mazed. So come hang out here. It'll be fun. And Anna's there as well as Will, who steals lots of things. Yep. Yay! Um, the Adventure Zone graphic novel is coming out, and we are yeah. doing a bunch of live events, both like reading stuff and then I'm doing some like book signings it's and things. So funny. So funny. Thank you. Um, you can find out where the signings and live events are at McElroyshows.com slash tours. They're all there. We also have uh, my brother, my brother, me and Adventures Down Live shows Oop. coming up in August uh, in Orlando and uh, Atlanta for Dragon Con. Oh fun. <laughs> um, I just announced that this coming August, myself and my uh, actually fellow cast member in my other D&D show, Dark and Zach. Dicey, Zach Callison, who you might also know as the voice of Steven and Steven Universe, are going on tour together because we're both putting out new albums really soon here. So we're going to be playing live concerts. Uh, in August, we're going to be in Nashville, Detroit, Chicago, Burnsville, Denver, Seattle, and Portland with a couple more tour dates announced for, uh, between uh, now and the rest of the year. Tickets go on sale this Friday at NateWantsToBattle.com. So, yeah. Sweet. In July 21st, 22nd, I will be in Telford, England for CoxCon. So if you're in Europe or England or that general area, come on out to Telford. You can go to coxcon.co.uk for more information there, but I'll be there along with the rest of Norvus, July 21st to 22nd. There's no Miss Clicks D&D Lost Mind tonight. Thank you to everyone who's been asking about it. Just a lot of cast member scheduling issues. Um, we'll do at least one more show, so thanks for asking, and just watch Twitter for updates. Also, uh, don't forget to watch Trapped in the Birdcage on the 5th, but don't forget to tune in next week to this show because there's going to be a really big, exciting announcement on the show about the show next week. Hmm. Hmm. And of course, there's also the dice camera actions uh, subreddit. Yes, where I will now. 
spam, spam that, that link. link. Right. Yeah, get him. Yeah. Get him. Let the speculation run rampant. <laughs> we have a house. I'm already thinking of decorations. Right. All right, then that's it for this week. Uh, thanks again to Travis for joining us. Spectacular session as always. And until we meet again, take care of each other and have a great week. Watch out for disintegration rays. That too. <laughs> they come out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They're real bad. Yells. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.